All right, here we go. It is the Football and Freedom Show. I am your host, Longhorn, and of course, we are brought to you by the Revolution Network. If you have not liked, shared, followed, made sweet, sweet love to the Revolution Network yet, you are doing things wrong and you need to change that immediately. We're doing great things over there. And of course, when you find the Revolution Network, you get a multitude of shows, including this one, the Football and Freedom Show. We've got the I Mean It Show. We have the Bastards of Babylon. And of course, FGH, the Football Glory Hole. And uh, we're doing a lot of great things over there. We'd really appreciate if y'all jump on board, join the revolution, and um, let's have some fun. Let's tell some truth. Let's let's tell some jokes. Let's uh, make let's make fun of people. Let's let's you know expose people. Let's just do all the fun and good things, and everybody wins. Now today on the Football and Freedom Show, we are going to do a NFC East recap of the NFL draft that happened last week. Um, I am going to be putting out one of these each and every day until we cover all eight divisions in the NFL, see who the winners were, see who the losers were, and um, and then we can make our way into the NFL, NFL season. And uh, it's going to be, you know, before you know it, it'll be training camps in May, be a handful of people, people that say they don't want to show up. They are, they are, they're going to say, what do voluntary mean? They are voluntary workouts. I'm assuming that means you don't necessarily have to show up uh, and they'll get their little fines and, and, and whatnot. And then soon after that, we'll have, you know, the, the real training cramp training camps that start in July, August, and then right into the preseason. And before you know it, we will have live action football and money to be made. And that's why you need to sign up for the revolution network so that you can get the FGH show and all the fantastic breakdowns they do weekly over there. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, let's just go in alphabetical order. That way, nobody gets nobody gets their fucking panties in a wad. No one gets pissed off that they didn't get to go first. So up first, the Dallas Cowboys. They had the 24th pick in the first round, and they went with Tyler Smith, offensive tackle slash guard. It's a little debatable right now which which role they want to play him in exactly. Um, big guy out of Tulsa likes to hold people. I don't know, man. I mean. Guy likes to hold people. What are you going to do? It's He it, it gets the job done mostly besides the holding penalties. So, you know, not a bad pick, not a great pick. It's it's kind of where he was supposed to go. Second pick, Sam Williams out of Ole Miss. Uh, he's got a little bit of off the field issues sort of, but, you know, can't can't fault him for that pick. He's going to he's going to provide that pass rush on the edge opposite of Tank that they need after losing Randy Gregory in the offseason. Third pick. Now, this is this is probably my yeah. This is my favorite pick that the Cowboys had in the entire draft. Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver out of South Alabama. This guy's gonna fall right into that Michael Gallup role that he used to have uh, before Michael Gallup got paid, got paid the bag, and has to step up and be a bigger part of the offense. Six one hundred ninety four pounds, kind of a do it all type receiver. He you know you can use him all over the field. So love that pick for them. Wrapping up in the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds, it's a, mm, it's, it's not a very impressive list. I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, but it's a list. I mean, you gotta have people. So Jake Ferguson in the fourth round out of Wisconsin, tight end. He's gonna, you know, fall in line behind Dalton Schultz. Matt, well, let's go. Well, let's go. Like this player out of North Dakota, big giant offensive tackle project. Um, 
you know, not a bad dart to throw in the fifth round. We'll see what he can develop into in the next couple of years. After that, it's Deron Bland from Fresno State, a, a developmental corner. Damone Clark, uh, all these John. Actually, John Ridgeway has a chance to to sixth round or sorry, fifth round pick out of Arkansas defensive tackle. This guy actually does, I think, have a chance to crack this uh, defensive line rotation. Not necessarily the starting role obviously but at 6'5 320 pounds of just cornbread country boy he will probably because they don't really have a guy like this on the roster not with that kind of size so um i think he'll find his way into that into that two deep roster at dt and then devin harper out of oklahoma state to wrap it up in the six and he of course will probably be working at your local insurance agency within a few months no doubt all right, so what, uh, let's see, it goes D, A, B, C, D. There's New York, Philly, N, P, okay. All right, so the next would be the New York Football Giants. They are up next, and woo, did they have a haul. They got, with the first pick, or the first round, fifth pick, first round, seventh pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end out of Oregon, and Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama. That's just a nice, that's a nice little, um, you know, in the trenches, home run type picks. It's hard to mess up these, you know, you got two top 10 picks. It's hard to mess it up. Uh, unfortunately for them, from there, it went kind of wheels off for those Giants. They took Waynedale Robinson, a wide receiver out of Kentucky. He is a tiny, tiny man. Let me see his measurables. He is 5'8", 178 pounds. So I will let you just toggle your memory in the NFL and see if you can come up with all the 5'8", 70 pound awesome receivers in the nfl you're not going to come up with very many but they think that this guy is because they took him in the second round hell of a reach there for the giants but that's what they do in the third round they took josh uzuda north carolina offensive guard actually actually really like this pick that's that's kind of where he was supposed to go he's got a good chance to actually they're gonna have two possible new starters uh with evan neal and yuzuda there so not a bad pick there they had a, they had a second third round pick and they took some dude named cordell flot that's flot if you're writing it down at home with the f uh that's what i pretty much give this entire draft gate grade besides the first two picks but um he's a cornerback at lsu we'll see what he can develop into after that it's a bunch of um yeah, a bunch of, bunch of doo-doo. You know what? I do like the Dane Belton pick. Fourth rounder out of Iowa safety. He's got a chance to come in and make some noise. Other than that, it's Daniel Bellinger, San Diego State tight end. Uh, Micah McFadden, inside linebacker from Indiana, kind of a jag. DJ Davidson, that was a DT that I I don't think that many people had a draftable grade on him, but but whatever. Giants liked him. Um, and then... And then the other guard, they got they got two guards from North Carolina, Marcus McKeithen. So they got both starting North Carolina Tar Heel guards in this draft. So uh, obviously they're thinking it's a pipeline from North Carolina to, to New York, and that's what they're going to roll with. We'll see. Um, like I said, overall, after the first round and the uh, first North Carolina guard, I really – don't like a whole lot of what they did there for the Giants. Now, let's move on to the Eagles. Really, really liked what the Eagles did. Not a lot of quantity, but I do like the quantity. Um, 
Controversial first-round pick. They traded up to get Jordan Davis at the 13th overall pick. Huge, giant defensive tackle out of Georgia. I believe he's measuring at 6'6 in the 350 range. Yeah, we'll see. He, he might play closer to 360. We'll see what he measures in on game day. Um, I don't necessarily love they traded up to get this guy, but the thought process was to get ahead of Baltimore, who was sitting at 14, because um, that was kind of a coveted spot for, for Davis to land. So they targeted a guy. They went up and got their guy. Can't blame him for that. Now, in the second round, they got Cam Jurgens, center from Nebraska. A lot of people think this guy is just as good as the center from Iowa who went in the first round, Linderbaum. Um, I'm not quite sold on that, but it's very close. You know, from first round to second round, definitely great value there. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Kobe Dean, a lot of people thought it was a first-round, back-of-the-first-round linebacker, falls all the way to Philly with the 19th pick in the third round. That is tremendous, tremendous value. That is, that's how you win the draft right here uh, by picking up a player like that in the third round. In the fourth round, excuse me, not the fourth round, their last two picks were six-rounders, Kyron Johnson, inside linebacker from Kansas, and Grant Kalakitiki. Not going to be there. Doesn't really matter. Tight end from tight from SMU. Um, again, top heavy. Not a lot of quantity, but I really like what they did. Great value with few picks. And now that takes us to our favorite Washington football team, Commanders with skin of red, and they they took Jahan Dotson, a wide receiver from Penn State that I really do like. <clears throat> But some people think it was kind of a reach. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. But they did want a receiver, and they got one. Uh, second round pick, Mathis. Defensive tackle out of Alabama. Big fucking shaka that they took a fucking defensive lineman from Alabama. I think that's like 19 uh, defensive linemen they have on their roster now from Alabama. Third round pick, another Alabama boy on the offensive side this time. Running back, Brian Robinson, and he is a Ray train of a running back measuring it at 6'2, 225 pounds. I really like what this kid brings uh, to your football team, your mentality, your physicality. So I'm really interested to see what he can do um, with that running back room in, in Washington. Um, and I think he'll fit right in and, and do a great job. Uh, side note, he does not fumble. I don't know that he, I don't think he fumbled at all in college. And we know homeboy Gibson has a little bit of a fumble problem. I think he had five fumbles last year. So Robinson has a chance to come in and push Gibson, see if Gibson can get rid of those fumble issues that he has. If not, look out. The freight train might be in for a starting role at some point. Um, in the fourth round, Percy Butler, safety from Louisiana. Honestly, never got to him. I, I, he, I, it's probably a terrible pick. I mean, it's, it, this is these are the Redskins. Now, Sam Howe, first pick in the fifth round. Love this pick. Absolutely just love this pick. A lot of people had him going in the first round. Hell, you flashed back to two months ago, and a lot of people had him as a uh, top five pick. So to get him with the first pick in the fifth round, that's smashing value. Uh, maybe he doesn't do – maybe he doesn't turn out to be anything. Whatever. It's a fifth round dart throw on a quarterback that has a live arm. Um, so – Interested to see how he falls into that quarterback room with with uh, Heineke and and uh, Carson Wentz. You know, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see him in the preseason for sure. No doubt about that. 
Wrapping it up, they had Cole Turner, tight end from Nevada. Chris Paul, a ooh, I actually like that. The guard from Tulsa. I, I did catch him on some uh, some film work. Kind of like that player. That's a seventh-round pick, so really good dart throw there in the seventh. And then Christian Holmes, a cornerback from Oklahoma State. Big 12 corners. All I've seen from Big 12 corners my entire life is that they get burned and toasted. So I'm probably going to give that a big old <laughs> right there. Um and that wraps up the NFC East. If I was going to give a like a grading system on this and a ranking for the NFC East, um, I think I, even though it's a limited picks, I, I think Philly won the NFC East draft grade. I really like the value and filling of needs that they did uh, at the same time. Um, and then number two, I would probably go, you know, Dallas Dallas didn't have a terrible draft. They just really did. I know I know people pick on Dallas a lot. It it wasn't terrible though. It's 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 not exactly what I would have done. I don't I think they could have got better value, but I think I think I would put them in at number two behind Philly in this division. And I think I'll and then just simply because Washington got uh Sam Howell in the fifth round, I'm putting them number three and the stupid, stupid football giants. I've you know, it's amazing. You have two picks in the top seven overall, and you're getting fourth place for me in this division. That tells you how much they botched the rest of this draft, in my opinion. Again, what do I know? They, they could all turn out to be. They could have drafted nine pro bowlers. We don't know. <laughs> we'll find out this fall. Um, so that's going to wrap it up. I will, again, be back the rest of the week to fill out the rest of the divisions give out grades, and do all that fun, fun stuff. Again, if you have not found, liked, shared, made love to the Revolution Network, you need to do it right now. That's going to wrap it up. And until next time, join the revolution. If you come and come on.